Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkun. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being, or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Nicole! Look at our recording desk. There are show notes scattered on it, pens with no lids on coffee cups, water bottles all over it. But that's because it's time to tidy up, isn't it? We're doing decluttering this week. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. And this is Self Care Club Wellness Road Tested. But before that, just this. So we're not doing the normal wellness news flash this week, are we? No. We wanted to give a little nod to the fact that we're in the UK and we've gone back into lockdown. Lockdown part two. Lockdown Lockdown 2.0, I've seen a lot on Instagram. Whatever, it's shit, I swear. <laughs> Lockdown shit. And so we just wanted to have a three-minute chat on what we're doing to look after ourselves, to keep our moods up, and how we're finding it. Yeah. Well? Well, I have made the executive decision for myself that there is a limit to what I can do. I currently have two out of three children at home. Oh, Lauren. No, they're not they're sick. They're self-isolating. They are, no, one is on blended learning. Inverted commas. One week at college, one week at home. And one has been sent home for a two-week isolation because a classmate has COVID. But thankfully, they are healthy. So two out of three children at home are limited things that we can do. Mm. to amuse ourselves. How are you keeping your, your mood up? Well, I have made a plan every day this week to see a friend, a different friend on every day. And we go for a walk in different places and maybe get a takeaway coffee. So it's the being outside, the fresh air, the exercise, the socialising. And that's basically keeping me sane. Yep. How about you? Um, yeah, same. Obviously, I can't go to the gym. So that's been uh, a big yeah. knock. Yeah. Using quite a lot of energy and trying to be okay with that. And everyone goes, oh, you can do this and you can do that online. And it's just, it's not the same. And I just, I can't really be bothered. I didn't buy loads of equipment first time around. So I don't have much to do. Plus, I've had a bad back. So I'm trying to maybe just take this as a bit of a rest period. Yeah. Um, so that's not great for my mental health. Again, meeting friends and walking a lot. Yeah. And this podcast is keeping me very sane. The research that we're doing and just planning new content, that's keeping me, giving me something a little bit purposeful. Yeah, it's a focus. It's a focus. We get to see each other. I'm trying to stay in routine. That's a big one for me. So the fact that I still do get to take my kids to school. So I'm getting up early, going to bed at the same time. That feels good. Yeah, it does. Um, And I'm trying to keep my routine as, as normal as possible. It feels a little less horrendous than lockdown part one. Because yes. A, we know what to expect and B, the kids are at school and we can go to work. Thank God. Yeah. The, the one thing I will say is that 
a lot of similar anxieties are coming back up from lockdown one, which is funny because my children are still at school. So, and I think that the hope of this going away has kind of gone from everybody and yeah. that we've realised that this is here to stay and we have to, until we're all vaccinated, we have to find a way to work around it. And I think that's been a big shift in morale, hasn't it? Definitely, because it feels a bit endless. Yeah. So look after yourself. Do what makes you feel good is what I would say. And find one thing a day that makes you feel happy. Aww. Just one thing. Small thing. Like tonight, it's Tuesday, yeah. bake off. Happy. Happy. You know what? You know what's making me really happy? What? Shit's Creek. Ah, uh, it's making you so it happy. It's giving me so much joy. I can't tell you. I, I cry in episodes now. Oh. It's I'm on like nearly. I've just hit season six. I don't want you to finish it because I think you're going to hit a low. I know I'm going to be lost. <laughs> so bring us to send your suggestions in, please, of what I can watch afterwards to keep me smiling. Should we get on with today's show? Let's. We are living in a time overloaded with stress, and many of us are spending more time than ever at home. Yet many of us don't realise how our personal habits may be contributing to our anxiety. Clutter and mess can cause distress. That rhymes. I know. (laughs) You did this well, Lauren. Thanks. Does the whole thing rhyme? Sadly not. (laughs) I wish it did. Oh my God. One week. We'll do a rhyming intro. Why don't we just do, why don't we just do a week of rhyming? Okay. Maybe. (laughs) Might be quite challenging. (laughs) Clutter and mess can cause distress, which may be part of the reason why tidying methods and minimalism trends are dominating wellness news more and more. This might be a great time to evaluate what you want to keep in your life. Are there any mental health benefits to tidying up as well? There's a psychological benefit for keeping our environment more organised. Decluttering is the process of putting the miscellaneous physical things around you away where they belong. It is a form of self-care which isn't talked about much and it's probably not something that you dream about spending your precious free time doing. But decluttering can actually be one of the most successful forms of self-care and one of the most effective ways of making you feel better in the long term. Scientific studies have shown that there is a direct relationship between clutter and stress. While we may not always realise it, clutter can have a negative impact on your life. How much is the clutter in your home stealing from you? Definitely your time, space and your energy. But it can also steal your peace as well. Living in a cluttered space is associated with self-reports of reduced productivity and more chronic procrastination, according to a study published in 2017 in Current Psychology. When our environment is cluttered with too much stuff, then we become less able to focus, more easily distracted and our stress levels rise. Too much clutter around us can distract the eye and the mind. We're visually and mentally stimulated, even if we're not conscious of it, by too much going on around us. Remove the clutter and your space takes on a different energy. It becomes calmer, more peaceful and therefore more relaxing. I mean, it it feels so obvious. Well, it does, but it isn't to everybody. And I'm just, as you're reading that, I'm thinking of my sister and she is, she can be quite easily distracted. She had, she's got got lovely flat, but she just, she just seems to keep stuff so that you'll open any drawer and it's full of rubbish. Anyway, during lockdown, she moved in with us and Mm. we were her bubble and she completely cleared out her entire flat. Great. Every drawer, every, every single part of her flat. She should have done the podcast with us. Let me tell you something. Her life has turned around I, since she did it. I and believe she, it. She is convinced that that is down to the fact that she cleared out her energy. I totally 
believe it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Too much clutter can also change the way you feel in your home, like what I just said, and the effect your home has on your well-being. Though home is typically considered a safe and secure place, clutter compromises some of that security. When there's lots of clutter, you lose control over your physical environment, which is very defeating and can bring on stress, depression and or anxiety. Most of us want our home to be a sanctuary that we can retreat to and relax in. But a cluttered home makes rest and relaxation very difficult. Not only are you bombarded by visual clutter, distractions and stuff all the time, but too much stuff to deal with can also make you feel like your to-do list is never ending and as if there's always more to do to maintain it and it just can't keep itself up. Instead of feeling relaxed in your home, you feel very anxious and on edge. In a 2010 experiment, researchers examined how family members talked about their living environment in the Los Angeles area. Women who described their homes as being more cluttered had increased cortisol levels and depression throughout the day, compared with women who described their homes as more restful and restorative. Clutter can also be a safety hazard if there are wires out or stuff that people can trip over or even a health hazard if you've got bugs or lots of dust in it. And also clutter can become a source of great tension Mm. or friction between people living in the same household if you've got different ideas about what is acceptable when it comes to tidiness. Do you and your husband have different ideas? Thank God we are both neat freaks and I I actually couldn't live with someone who wasn't. I mean, I'm not a neat freak, but I do like a tidy space. And Adam just doesn't see mess. He, oh, he, he literally walks um, into a room. I always say he's he, it's a talent because mm. he can walk into a room and it's a mess. But mm. then whenever I say that he's really messy, he tells me I'm really messy. But all I'm doing all day is clearing up after him. It would drive you crazy. It would drive me to divorce, Nicole. <laughs> I've learned to accept it sometimes when I'm not due on. It can take a toll on your social life, clutter, too. If it gets to the point of embarrassment where you won't actually have people over, there's even some evidence that over time being in a cluttered space could affect your weight. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A study published in January 2016 in the journal Environment and Behaviour found that spending time in a chaotic, messy kitchen can contribute to an out-of-control mindset and people in that type of kitchen chose higher calorie snacks than people in a neater kitchen. That is unbelievable. It is, but one could also argue if you didn't have the higher calorie snacks in the kitchen, you couldn't eat them. So you could live in a disgusting, messy kitchen, but only have fruit and veg in it. Come on, what are the benefits of tidying up, Lauren? Well, clearing the clutter means you literally give yourself more space in your home. More space means you create breathing room, making rest and relaxation easier. More space may also make you more content and realise you don't actually need a bigger home just to be more organised and have less stuff in it. (laughs) It's also a time saver. Keeping up with housework takes much more time, work and effort in a cluttered home. When you have less to tidy up, you have more time for other things. We often wish to be able to switch off from our usual daily to-do list and do something just for us, but we struggle to find the time and end up battling with our guilt because we've got so much else that we should be doing. I mean, that is just me. Declustering your home means in the long run, you have less to do and more free time on your hands and freedom to use it however you Please. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. So we've done the weeks decluttering and we'll get into it in a minute. But I'm sorry, I could spend the entire, my entire life clearing up my house. And it's not that cluttered. Well, I think it's more about everything having its place. So when there's like a pile of mess on the kitchen counter, it's normally because no one really knows where that 
brochure goes? Where does that pen go? Where does that bit of string go? But when there's a place for everything, it just goes into its place. So there is never that mess, that pile. It doesn't exist. I know, in your home it doesn't exist. I know. Do you know that decluttering is also cost efficient? How? Because if your home is cluttered, it's very hard to keep track of what you own. And you can spend a lot of time. Yes. Right. Yes. So you can spend a lot of time looking for things. Yes. Or rebuying things. I found a lot of pasta this week. Uh, yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I found a pair of boots. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, having a proper sort out often uncovers items in your home you ha- already like, own. Like you but just you've said. you've forgotten about. Yeah. But it also means you are able to better see if something's missing or if yes. it needs replacing. Yes. Sometimes we don't even realise how heavy and burdened our stuff makes us feel until we start letting it go. Once you start letting go, you can experience huge relief as you feel lighter, happier and begin to feel the benefits of less. Oh, I love that. It is freeing in so many ways. Letting go of the excess stuff that fills your home often feels like a weight is lifted from your life. And instead, you have the opportunity to fill your life with what matters most to you. But where does one start? Well, it's with a Netflix binge. I know a Netflix binge isn't meant to be productive, but there are two shows that have totally turned that around and made watching Netflix the inspiration to totally transform your home and your clutter. Tidying up with Marie Kondo became a hit series (laughs) when it launched on January the 1st, 2019. It was the much anticipated TV show to accompany her book, one of my favourites, The Magical Art of Tidying Up. Is it seriously one of your favourite books? Seriously, absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, your home looks like nobody lives there. It's like a show home. Five people live there. I know. And boys, all boys. All boys. Now, no, but now it's making sense because if you follow that book, I can see why your home looks like it does. Yeah. So the book and the series follows organisational expert and author Marie Kondo as she visits the homes of American families, teaching them her tricks for tidying up and emotionally lifting them in the process. So she approaches cleaning and decluttering in a very kind and spiritual way. And at the start of every episode, she takes a quiet moment to take in a home's energy and she asks the people who own the homes and the items, if the item sparks joy as you hold it to your heart. And if it does, you keep it. And if it doesn't, then she asks her clients to thank each piece they get rid of for its contribution to their lives. Now, it sounds silly. Question. Yeah. A packet of pasta is not going to spark joy in my life, but no, it is necessary. It do- doesn't really count with food. Okay. Because you wouldn't be decluttering food, you'd just be putting it away. Okay. It's more like your wardrobe, your like books, clothes, knickknacks, books, yeah, photos, yeah. that kind of thing. You wouldn't be thing. throwing away food. You wouldn't be making a decision. Should I keep this pack of pasta or should I throw it away? Okay. I've got one. Yeah. Hairbands. They don't spark joy. They're also necessary in my life. Right. What would I do with that? Well, I'll tell you what Marie Kondo would do with that. She would find a very nice decorative small box or um, bag, wash bag. And if she didn't have a nice one, she'd find a plain box and she'd put on the inside of it like you know when you go and you buy a postcard but you never use them because they're stashed away in a drawer yeah but she would like glue the postcard to the bottom of the box so that and then you put your hairbands in it so actually when you use your hairbands it sparks joy so there is a get around for all those sorts of things look at you lighting up i I mean (laughs) there's never been a show that has made me more happy than than today i feel like you've missed a calling here i have have you we'll talk about that later then in 2020 we were introduced to the Home Edit. Praise where, be. Where we follow... Fa- That's really funny you say that. I was talking about 
uh, Handmaid's Tale. I was talking about the Handmaid's Tale this morning. Were you? Because I said I feel like we live in Gilead. We do, moment. basically. We do, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Anyway. 2020, we were introduced to the Home Edit, where we follow founders Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin as they overhaul celebrity and everyday homes to make them as tidy and as streamlined as possible. They tackle everything from bathrooms, closets, pantries, playrooms, even down to a two-year-old parking lot. Yeah. From Khloe Kardashian, which I watched last night, all with their beloved rainbow colour coordinated organisation and stackable plastic storage solutions. The show has reinvented traditional organising and merged it with design and interior styling. They do they do create a beautiful finish, they I have do. to say. They do. It's also a functional system for each room that can be maintained long term, whilst also visually transforming a space to be aesthetically pleasing. With Reese Witherspoon as executive producer and a look into celebrity homes and closets, the show has proved to be the most enormous hit. I binged it in two days. Of course you did. I fucking loved it. Did you? I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I felt that there was some flawed parts to it. Really? Yeah. Please share. It gave me a little bit of anxiety. Because they they get quite hysterical over when like a box is a half a millimetre too no that I love to get into no because it, it, oh. it was highlighting the things that I want to do in my house oh, okay and it was highlighting something I perhaps didn't want to look at okay okay and then it's just oh god look at that that's how I would like it to look but it's a lot of hard work to actually get there and can I really be fucked okay that's that's what it sparked for me interesting yeah. I mean, for you, I could imagine well, it was just like... A- I had already conmarried my whole house. Right. Ages ago. So, but this, is, this, ago. Is a, this has got a different energy exactly. to it. Exactly. Yeah. So I have, I'm already in a place where my house is only full of the items that spark joy oh. or are functional and necessary, oh. like a lemon squeezer, you know, things like that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just think it's what? really funny that out of all the items in your house that are functional and necessary... Yeah. You picked a lemon squeezer. I have a really nice one. No, I know, but you can squeeze a lemon without a lemon squeezer. No, of course you can, but this one is... How necessary this one is it, does really? does spark joy. It is really lovely. It's a Joseph and Joseph one. It's just so... works so well. Anyway. So the home <laughs> edit was a new thing for me because rather than like dealing with my items and feeling, do I, do I need them? Can I let them go? This was about, okay, let's organize the space in a way that is functional and aesthetically pleasing all the spaces and so I found it very inspiring not the rainbow stuff because I was already onto the rainbow stuff years ago Uh, (laughs) what a muppet who isn't onto the rainbow stuff right my cookbooks have been in rainbow order for five years long before Clea and Joanne even had a show so your, but you, your, your facial expression is yeah. like, well, who doesn't do that? I who mean, doesn't? that's just who a given. Who doesn't do that? Hi. Well, I'll do it for you. I, 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 don't, want, I, don't, I don't want you to do it for me. Okay. You have offered so many times to yeah. come and declutter my yeah. hair, which I declined every time. You take tonight. it as a threat. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It's an offer filled with love and oh, joy. My, oh, that I know. I just don't want someone going through my cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, how did yes. you feel going into the week? Like a cat who got the cream. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't be happier with this week. Speaking to the people listening at home. Yeah. Three guesses whose idea it was to do this practice. Listen, last week I did the tree hugging. You Your did. Idea. You did. I did it. I threw myself into it. To be fair, you threw yourself into this week. I did. Yeah, you really did. You went for it. I did. Um, 
And I was I was really up for it. Mm. I'd watched a couple of episodes of the home edit, so yeah. I knew what I was kind of up against. Yeah. But I felt that I needed to sort of really mentally prepare myself because this was a big practice. This isn't hugging a tree or, you know, sticking a cup up you when you've got your period. It was this is this is a big commitment. To me, this was not a big commitment because this is how I am. This is how I live. This is how I'm happy. I tidy hotel rooms. Like I've been known to make the bed in a hotel room. I'm not joking. Why would you do that? Because it's how I'm built. Because it makes you happy. Does it make you happy though? Yeah. I, I, I really... What if you don't do it? <sighs> then I don't do it. Then I put a swimming costume on and go to the pool. And I don't <laughs> give a shit. But that's fine. But I don't like being in a cluttered space. I don't feel comfortable being in a cluttered home. Neither do I. That belongs to me or other people. It makes me feel unsettled. Yep. Um, I have decluttered other people's homes. I have dealt with their fridges. I have done their closets. It, it, it makes me happy to bring order. This episode is brought to you by Notion. Have you ever stumbled upon a tool that feels like it's been tailor-made for you? Well, that's exactly how we feel about Notion. Simply and beautifully designed with all your notes and docs in one place and the power of AI built inside. It's where every idea, task and episode comes to life effortlessly. Notion merges creativity with productivity seamlessly. Whether we're planning out our episode schedule, collabing on show notes or tracking guest invitations, it's perfect for those who may be becoming a little forgetful in midlife. Hey, just the other day we used it to map out an entire season of our podcast in record time and that's why Notion has become an indispensable part of our podcasting toolkit. It even wrote this intro for us. Notion is more than just a workspace. It's our secret weapon for success in the digital age. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress but getting inspired. Notion is for everyone, CEOs, students and Lauren if she can manage to navigate it anyone can hmm. try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self care club that's all lowercase letters notion.com slash self care club and start turning ideas into action and when you use our link you're supporting our show notion.com slash self care club so come on I want to know how you got on with the practice. Also, if you're Marie Kondo'd up, yeah. like, was it a big, because for me, it was a big job. Was it a big job for you? Yeah. It was. Quite a big job. All right. What did you change? Loads of stuff. Right. Um, yeah. I, I read the Kondo books that was done. Um, I didn't feel I had much more to learn from that. You know, I applied to be a Marie Kondo consultant. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can train I'm the Con Marie method. That is a real thing and you can be a Con Marie consultant. How does that work then? Well you that's your job and you go to people's homes and you teach them. And they well it's a course. Yeah. So you can go on the course yeah. and then you can go off like I went on a coaching course exactly. and then I go off and be a coach. Yeah. You go off and you are a Con Marie. She's called Marie Kondo, but the method is called the Con Marie method. And then you are trained as a Con Marie consultant. So what happened with the application? There were no spaces left on the course. The only one left was in New York. Oh. Yeah. And? Well, I didn't go. I kind of wish I did. Oh, is that going to be a regret of yours? I think in a parallel universe, it's definitely my fantasy job. 
being professional declutterer. I cannot tell you how much it is so not my fantasy job. Right. Anyway, no. go on. So, so what was the big difference that you went from right. Marie Kondo right. to the home well, edit? The difference is it's the product. You know, they call it buying product, and that basically means like acrylic storage. Yes. Okay. So that is a new thing. Marie Kondo did not teach me that. Uh, home edit taught me that. But also, um, my doula partner Nina, she is also a tidy freak. <laughs> Love it. So <laughs> she also binge watched the home edit, and then. We did an antenatal session together. We were talking about the home edit. She could not believe that I had never been to HomeSense or Dunelm, which is basically the mothership of clear acrylic storage. So this was pre-lockdown. We went on a shopping trip. She took me. We bought out every bit of storage this place had. But so did every other bitch who was in there. Like, there were women like clamoring the shelves. This was in between the two lockdowns. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I was ready. I was ready. And then was, and it, was it expensive? Some of it is and some of it isn't. I mean, I didn't buy beautiful storage. I bought a lot of plastic crating. I bought a really nice wooden box for my for my pantry to put like baking stuff in. Yeah, I need one of those. That was nice. Yeah. Listen, depends how much you buy. Yeah. I bought a fair bit. Yeah. Then I recorded my week. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. I will. Before you go into the recording, yeah. I do feel a bit sore about the fact that you went with Nina. I mean, is that something yeah, I need to be worried I, to about? To be honest, I went and bought the storage before I knew we were even doing this podcast. <gasps> oh, that's what I'm God. saying. I was prepped. I was prepped. This is how you live your life. This is how you live your life. This is normal. For this me. is normal. For yeah. You. Yeah. This is a normal. This is my self care. A trip to Dunelm and buying out all the acrylic plastic boxes. My is, God, it was like it was like going to the Zara mothership in Barcelona. It was that fun. I've been to that one. I did that drunk. Did you? Yeah. Did you get anything? Yeah, the raspberry pink jumpsuit that I wore in the Getting Dressed week. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. <laughs> Is that the one I'm that you went and had it. Sunday lunch with your family and then a new client FaceTimed you? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's Sunday morning. I'm in a hot pink raspberry jumpsuit. My friend was like, oh my God, you have to buy it. It looks so great. And then the next day I was like, what? <laughs> but that didn't happen in Dunelm or Home Sense, no, I'm assuming. That you just made good choices. I made good choices about medium, small, or large sized um, storage. Anyway, here's my week. Monday morning, not even 10 a.m. I have already done my bathroom drawers, taking everything out, cleaning it all, putting in clear plastic inserts, and reinserting all my face creams. Then I did all my makeup and then I was on such a roll, I went downstairs and did the kids' bathroom cabinet, which then led on to cleaning out all the medicines. It has been the most satisfying, cathartic morning and now I can't stop. So I'm getting storage stuff together and I'm getting ready to tackle my laundry room slash pantry. I am in Nirvana. <laughs> It's still Monday. I just unloaded the dishwasher. So while I was at it, I thought I would redo all the cutlery drawers and then the one below the utensils drawer. This is without doubt the best week of self-care we've done. I just can't see us topping it ever. I'm so happy right now. Can you tell her? I mean, I this, but this is not a stretch for you. This is like us doing a week of going to the gym. I mean, yeah, this but is it was just joy. It was self-care joy. But it, but you do that. But what I'm saying is, it's not. 
this practice is very much in your life anyway. It is, but I don't normally spend a Monday like completely redoing my cutlery drawers. Fair enough. Not that they were messy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But it continues, Nicole. Wednesday morning, a classic. The Tupperware drawer. (laughs) It was already tidy. I don't want to be smug about it, but it was already tidy. But you know, like in life, every bent pot has a lid. So every Tupperware container must have a matching lid. I found two that didn't. I threw them away. Good for you. Every day as this week goes on, I'm getting happier and happier. (laughs) I mean, then I get Ollie in on the act. Tonight, I engaged my husband at the dinner table with scintillating conversation about my research that I had done this morning about storage solutions for the pantry. I showed him the IKEA options. <laughs> Couldn't believe my luck when he actually seemed quite interested and then told me that perhaps it looked a little bit cheap and he wasn't so sure about the white plastic and maybe I should go for something a little nicer, perhaps in a beech wood colour. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, better than sex. I hope he got some sex after that, giving you the interest, but not Beechwood. No, in the end, I actually ordered something off Amazon. I'm amazed he's remotely giving it airtime. What do you mean? He loves a bit of tidying. Oh, does he? Yeah. And also... So you're a couple made in heaven, aren't you? And like, I I did the pantry room and then I called him in and I was like, how do you feel about this configuration? Because then like the dog... And he was like, but you've done such a nice job. But now when you walk in, you can just see the dog towels. I was like, yes, but look how they're in the new basket. You know, like the shitty, muddy dog towels that we use to clean Barker with. Yeah. But now they're contained in a lovely grey basket that matches the laundry You room. are beaming. Fucking love it. Beaming. Anyway, by the end of the week, it was done. Yes. It was, it well, was done. Every cupboard, every drawer, every everything. Every room, every oh, cupboard, okay? God. The dog has his own section oh in the cupboard. God. I bought a little plastic trolley for what the home edit girls call backstark. Backstock. Backstock. Backstock for those who don't watch the home edit is like if you have extra toilet roll, kitchen yeah. roll, or yeah. pasta, yeah. backstock yeah. that you don't need in your actual kitchen. So now this little plastic storage trolley holds that. Backstock. Yeah. You have a backstock zone. Yeah. And then the final task, ah, oh, the final task, I saved it till last because actually that was a bit annoying, was to completely redo the towel and linen cupboards, as in all the single sheets together, all the pillowcases, you know. And and now each child has their own shelf. Oh my god! So that it's very. You've easy actually to got to stop beds. talking. You've got to stop I mean, talking. I love it. I'm I actually it. feeling it. itchy in it. my chair. I, I can't it. bear it. I mean, just the best. Way. I don't know why I'm having this reaction, but it's why? just like why? because because you've literally done your entire house, haven't you? Yes, I have. And the very last thing, I mean, don't vomit. But the very last thing is, I have, um, I have some clear acrylic storage to, that holds wrapping paper. So I have like a gift section in my you have a gift zone a gift zone yeah so i have one box which is like cards and postcards one card which is ribbons scissors sellotape all must be in the same box so you never have to scramble to find it another that is just wrapping paper and my mother-in-law penny she bought me this wrapping paper acrylic box for my birthday amongst with other things but she bought that for me because she's one of the only people who out tidies me how is that possible? She makes me look like a messy slut. I can't even imagine what her and me would be like together. My then. mother-in-law has a labelling machine. She is, she's the guru. Question. Yeah. Was the box, was its primary use to only hold wrapping paper? It's literally, that's what it's made for. It's a wrapping paper box. That's its purpose. 
That's its purpose. If you Google wrapping paper storage, yeah. there are lots of different options. But for me, this was the best one. There's there's different options for wrapping paper loads, storage. Like, lots of them are like a fabric bag with a You know that zip. normal people shove their wrapping paper in a drawer and it unravels and then you always cut off the, the top bit because that's always got a bit crumpled. And then you rummage around for the sellotape and then you can never find the end because no one's folded right. it over. And then the scissors are always upstairs or in the girls' playroom or wherever else right. they may be. What about, that's normal. What about this scenario? It's someone's birthday. I've got to wrap a present. I go upstairs to one cupboard where every single item I need to wrap this present is there for Beautiful. me. And then it's done. Beautiful. But this is what I mean by time saving. Yes. It is time I saving. I agree with you. Oh, I'm not, I, I am not questioning whether your method works better than mine. That is an absolute <laughs> given. I promise you. I'm just gobsmacked. It's not is a the method. <laughs> it's just like life choice. <laughs> <laughs> they're life choices as I said to my daughter the other day you can either make a good choice or a bad choice yeah yeah okay my mum's also very tidy I think I just must come from a line of tidiness my mother-in-law is exceptionally tidy and organized my mum is very tidy and organized I am actually my kids are have you ever seen my kids rooms they're teenage boys but you would never know you'd think it was like a sort of guest room that no one uses have you ever seen my children's rooms? I've seen one of them. Have you? There's a lot of felt tips. <laughs> if I showed you my daughter, my eldest daughter, who this morning, by the way, had made her bed yeah. and is trying to make a bit yeah. more of an effort, yeah. bless her. Yeah. And I walked in there this morning to yeah. steal her boots. Yeah. And I just I just shook my head. And like, this is her version of tidy. Right. This, this, it's like it would give you a panic attack. Would. This is how... The gene pool has worked. So my seven-year-old often will clamber in my bed at four o'clock in the morning. When I come down to his room at like seven or eight, he has gotten out of bed at four in the he morning. He has not made his bed. He makes the bed, including putting the cushion back on it. No, before, he doesn't. I swear to you, before <laughs> coming up to my bed half asleep to get into it for the rest of the night. That's like what the gene pool's done. I mean, I, I can't help. I don't know what to say. I think we should just end this here and just say to everybody, you know, if you want to subscribe, you can find us on Twitter, Self Care Club Pod. And no, good night, God bless. I, like, <laughs> I want to hear about your tidying week. This was not this was not a stretch for me. This I'm, was just like I'm indulgent. sweating. This was just indulgent. Just let it be known. Yeah. We didn't have a similar week. Okay. And we're very different people. But how and happy, I think different is good. But how happy was I when you FaceTimed me and showed me your spices? How many times did I did I FaceTime you showing you what I had been doing? And I gave you so much kudos. You, you did. You were so proud of me. I was. It's day two of lockdown. I've been decluttering all morning. You sound like you're on a race course. In fact, two shelves. Two fucking shelves. Look amazing. And now it's highlighting the mess that's going on everywhere. And I thought I had quite an organised home. And now look. Look at all this stuff that I've got to then sort out. Look at the mess it's made in the kitchen. Whilst I know it's good for my self-care, eventually it's quite a job. It's a, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So as I started, as I started, yeah. it was like this self-perpetuating, it, it, it just created so much more work and so much more mess. The day gets better and better. Not only have I completely rearranged my larder cupboard, feeling very smug about that, my new well, spice jars have just 
arrived. I cannot believe the shit I am now getting excited about. This is self-care, but it's a lot of work to get to the self-care bit, but it is definitely worth it. So I, I only did my kitchen. Yeah. Okay. My okay. kitchen took me two and a half days. Your kitchen's quite big. I do have a big kitchen. Yeah. But also I literally ripped everything out from every cupboard yeah. and I put it into Tupperwares yes. and I labelled everything. Yeah. It was a thing of beauty. I took all of my spice cupboard yeah. and I, I ordered spice jars, 25 spice jars, and I transferred them into spice jars with my own labels and put them back in. I mean, it was, at, it was like a work of art. You really did the home edit. You even had the little chalkboard labels yes. and you wrote the names. Yes. The and then we had a whole conversation. Should I put the names on the top of the jars yes. or on the side? Yes. You really did like home edit it up. I proper. did. It was absolutely exhausting. Was it fun? No. Was it satisfying? Yes. It was definitely not fun. I mean, I put an audio book in, in my ears and kind of blocked everything out. Yeah. So that was fine. I was on the go all day. I was shattered by the end of the day. And then the next day when I started to do the next part of the kitchen, I didn't even get to my bedroom. I didn't even get to my makeup. I certainly didn't get to the linen cupboard. And I'm not even going to discuss a fucking wrapping paper zone. I mean, that just gives me <laughs> be fucking GBs. Okay. I just, I just, I don't know how much more energy I've got in me to, to get to the point where I have a wrapping paper zone. But we've got a lot of lockdown left. We have. And also, I feel like at this juncture, I would like to bring in the phrase, busy hands, calm mind. Okay. Do you not think? What if I'm busy, I'm calm? I find if I am not feeling very calm, keeping my hands busy makes me calm. So some people knit or some people would do like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, right? I did loads of jigsaw puzzles in the first lockdown. Okay. But that's a very common phrase. Busy hands make a calm mind. So I find that busying my hands with the tidying keeps makes, you calmer. Keeps me very calm. So it's a great lockdown project because you're stuck at home. You're making your space nicer to look at and better to be around and use. And if you're in your house, you want your house to be functional and working well. And well, let's just discuss my husband for a minute because okay. he was upstairs working and wasn't really around for it. And that was fine because it was my job completely. Yeah. But then he came down and he opened the cupboards and he was just ooing and ahhing. Oh, oh my God, he this is it. He loves it. Okay. Well, why wouldn't he love it? I've been on my hands and knees scrubbing for two days. Because you said he doesn't see meth, so I thought he just might no, not he care had, he or notice. He absolutely loved it. Okay. And he was like, oh, what are you going to do next? And I was like, what am I going to do next? Fuck off. I'm like on my fucking knees here. What I'm going to do next is open a bottle of wine and sod the lot of you. It actually put me into a bit of a bad mood. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Because then what happened was I, on the Saturday night, because I had been going for two days and I was tired yeah. and I am due on. Yeah. And then Daisy wanted to cook something and she'd, she went into my baking zone. Yeah. I now have a baking zone. Nice. Um, rather than flour just being all over the cupboard, yeah. it is now in a Tupperware and it is, a, it is beautiful. But she put it the wrong way round. So, mm -hmm. so the label of plain flour wasn't facing outwards. Yeah. And I kind of <laughs> lost the plot. 
wow, I've created a monster. I wasn't very happy about it. And they were wow. like, Jesus, chill out. And I was like, you don't understand. I've been working so tirelessly for two days and you yeah. just come in and you turn it around. And it was like turning me into someone I don't like. I don't feel that anal about it because I have three jars, self-raising, plain and baking. And they have a sticker on the top that says BP or SR. And it's just so, and no one can reach it. So it's fine because. Well, firstly, probably no one's baking. There ain't and no one baking. And apart secondly, from me. your seven year old yeah. gets up at four in the morning and puts the cushion back on the bed. I, know. I don't think. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> I just don't think freak. you need to sweat this kind of stuff. I don't sweat it. It no. was like, it no. was the fear of, oh my God, all my hard work is already going down the pan on day one. Okay, let me ask you this question Do you feel that decluttering slash tidying up is self care? Yes, I do. I really do. Expand, please. I actually asked people on Instagram and I had an overwhelming response that I I can't even tell you how many people responded because I said, do you think the same question? And everybody said, yes, a clear space is a clear mind or a happy space is a happy mind and all of that kind of thing. Um, Of course, it's better for you to, to live in a space that makes you happy and that has good energy about it rather than one that isn't. So absolutely that's part of your self-care. I'm just saying that it takes a lot of work to get to that point of joy for me. It does, but you you really only have to do the work once. That's the thing about it. Like once you have a system. Yes. Okay. That I can see is that. the system. So never again for the rest of the time you live in that house, when the shopping comes and there's a packet of rice and there's a packet of this, well, it goes there in that section and there in that section it doesn't just go zone. i don't know zone zone whatever you want to keep call it, it. Home edit friendly but you it doesn't get shoved anywhere no but there's a lot of parts of my house that i still need to do and the fact that the kitchen took me two days and there's still cupboards the i didn't touch the hardest there's no doubt right the kitchen is the hardest room because there's just so much stuff in it so even i i designed my kitchen and i decided where everything went in my kitchen and during this whole process i actually did what i called a switcheroo i i even <laughs> deleted the recordings i was like nicole's gonna vomit if i <laughs> play this but i noticed that all my canned stuff like all my chopped tomatoes tuna everything that i need regularly was in a really high cupboard whereas all the coffee beans and like the cafetiere and stuff you need once a week was accessible. So I switcheroo'd them. You switcheroo'd yeah. them. And now it totally works better. I only had to do it once. It was a pain. Question. Yeah. Why switcheroo? Why not just like switch? A, it was a switcheroo. <laughs> well, I switcheroo'd my larder cupboard, right. actually, where all my oils and sauces and everything were. So I had a whole switcheroo of that. Right. That and felt it makes good. makes it more practical. That, that's, yes, it That's does. what this is about. But it, it is hard work and it is a graft and it is a physical and a bit of a mental effort because everything has to fit in its section. But when it is done, it is done and it's done for life. And, and it's very satisfying. Oh my God. It's, it's yes. incredibly And I felt very proud. I mean, how often was I texting you with pictures? All the time. <laughs> but I loved it. <laughs> But I also think it's a metaphor for life without getting too profound on this one. I think in order to get the benefit out of life, you have to work hard and you have to invest and you have to be, you know, you have to stick at it to get to reap the rewards. I I think so. Or you could just say like hard work pays off. (laughs) You could. could. But I would prefer to say it the way I said (laughs) it. (laughs) Should we sum this up? Let's. So what did you learn? Well, I definitely noticed that the more stressed I am, the neater everything is. Oh, 
As in, there is no uh, dirty laundry when I'm stressed because I am on a wash, fold, yeah. put yeah. away cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I definitely do find that I need to keep physically busy. And if I suppose you could put stress and anxiety in the same box as feeling out of control. And so my way of regaining control is to have everything tidy and neat. Yes. So that makes sense. So, so I think that, that makes sense. Yeah. That. What, what did you learn? I learned by watching a few episodes of the home edit and doing it myself that decluttering yeah. is just pretty much putting stuff in Tupperwares with labels on it. And it looks great. So it's quite a simple yes. thing. It's very simple to yes. do. I don't think you need like experts coming in or, I mean, I'd love the home edit girls to come in, but then they just do it for you. It's it's a simple case of getting rid of what you don't need and yeah. then putting the stuff you do need into nice little boxes. Okay. Can we talk about a few things just around this subject in our summing up? A, mm. the phrase clutter is in the eye of the beholder. So what is a lot of mess and clutter for one woman may be perfectly tidy for another. So I like that. I don't want to I don't want to come across as intolerant or preachy of those who are perfectly comfortable. Is this a disclaimer, Laura? It's a disclaimer. <laughs> like each to their own. Yes. I'm not saying that because my house is like this everyone's house should be like this because it's perfectly tolerable to some people to have a messy drawer, this laundry, whatever. I thought I lived right? in a very organised home until I started this. Right. So it's opened my eyes to things, not so much in a good way. But also this isn't for everyone. Some people are perfectly comfortable, more comfortable living in a bit of a mess. Great. Good for them. My sister was comfortable living in a bit of a mess. Yeah. But she's, because she can be quite, um, herself, she can be quite forgetful or a little bit scatty and yeah. it's part of her charm. Yeah. Um, and I think that is also, you know, her environment completely defined her mind. Right. I think the two go together. Yeah. But as she said, by clearing out her space, it completely changed her life. I think that's And that wonderful. cannot be a coincidence. So... Maybe you're saying if you do live in a bit of a clutter and a mess, maybe give it a go. Just to maybe do one room and see if that if you feel better for it. I mean, as much as I'm bitching and moaning about it and I'm I'm half sort of being a little bit facetious because I know this is a subject that you absolutely <laughs> love. I do. And I'm sure you'll get me back on gym week, but I absolutely see the benefit. And I don't think anybody could clear up their space and not feel energetically better from it. Okay. Secondly, when I was doing the research for this show, the same thing kept popping up again and again and again. And it's this American phrase that is often put on Instagram, but it's also on like fridge magnets and cushions and just cluttery shit that what people have in the house. Okay. This is the phrase. Good moms have dirty ovens, sticky floors, piles of laundry and happy kids. <laughs> right. It's, it's actually like, I haven't made that up. It's a very common is it phrase? American. It's American, right? I object to it. Sorry, but you can be a good mother and also not have sticky floors and piles of laundry. I don't like it's it. It's an excuse for women that don't get around to doing the laundry and cleaning the floors that it's okay for them. But it is okay for them too. And a good mother, and I was having this conversation the other day, how do you define what a good mother is? It, it's impossible to define. I think that's for the children to define. Yeah. Right. I think what we're saying is you have to run your house in the way that feels um, efficient for you 
and keeps you sane. Yes. Okay. What, and in a way that makes you feel good. That's what self-care is. Whatever it is that makes you feel good. So are we putting decluttering and tidying up in the club? No. What? No. What? I'm not fucking tidying up and decluttering in the bloody club. I want to chill the fuck out and have a good time and be with everyone. Is Sticky the, floors and all. Is the club messy? No. Okay. It's absolutely not messy. Are the bottles behind the bar lined up? In height and rainbow order. 100%. Yes. 100%. Okay. Of course they are. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, that's great. But you can't bring in decluttering. I don't want to declutter while I'm in the club, but when I'm in the club, I would like it to feel ordered and aesthetically pleasing. Got you. 100%. Okay. Does that mean it's coming in the club then? I think we can just say it's a tidy club, but no decluttering will go on inside it. (laughs) Whilst anyone's there. Whilst whilst you are here, do not declutter. That that includes me. Relax. I have to relax. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like what we do here and want to be part of the club, please follow us on our social channels on Twitter and Instagram at selfcareclubpod. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it really does help us out. If you end up trying any of the practices like we do on the show or have something you'd like to say, then you can send us an email. Hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. And you never know, you might even end up on the show. Thanks so much for listening. Stay well, stay safe, and we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host Zoe Blasky and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Motherkind.